heated for takeoff. Ladies and gentlemen, our inclined our team is about to visit. Yo people, what's going on? Welcome to the Flights and Football Podcast with your boy AK Noir. Who else have we got in the studio today? Well, we've got JB, as I'm going to be known from now on. Uh, no ties to Justin Bieber. Um. <laughs> <laughs> JB, I was looking at you like, brother, you was jacking my name. Uh, listen, <laughs> there's enough distinction between JB and JBR. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. it's good to be back in the studio. I don't know. Um, I think, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to put a poll and who's going to take the JB title? He's more deserving of the name. Yeah. I feel like it's me. <laughs> we'll have a penalty shot. We'll have a penalty shoot out for it. If you haven't realised, I haven't said anything yet. Because like, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in total disbelief. Like, a man uh, tried to steal my, my name. JBR in the he building. He warmed you up from last week though. He said, yeah, I might be going by JB. No, 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 no. JBR in the I building. JBR the brand. JBR always. Like, I've always been this. No one can come and try have something too similar. Like think of something else, Man bro. Say, change your initials, bro. <laughs> yeah, them <laughs> ones. But anyways, what are you doing today, lads? What are you doing today? We are going on a little bit of a Euro trip. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship, zooming through the sky. Um, going around Europe, going around the big leagues, talking about the big leagues, and see. Make our predictions for next season. Give you a brief insight on the previous seasons and see what our thoughts and feelings are. So it's FNF's European football preview. <laughs> right. In layman's terms, yeah. Um, where do, where do we want to start? Uh, we'll start in the Bundesliga. Mm. Um, there's I feel like there's so much to talk on. Opening game, just for everyone know, the first game of the season is going to be Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Bayern, which I think is going to be a big game. Um, it's going to be Julian Julian Nagelsmann's first um, game in oh, charge. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of Bayern. To, to be honest, for a low key second, I, I forgot Nagelsmann's in yeah, charge bro. of Bayern. Yeah, wow, yeah. young Julian left uh, RB Leipzig, who finished second last season to the champions. Um, I'm going to ask you guys. Going to go straight into it. How do you think Bayern are going to fare with a new manager? It's difficult. It's difficult to predict because they have a team that's kind of in the midst of a rebuild so you never know how these teams are going to come out the other side because he's oh maybe not a rebuild yet but they're like edging towards it i feel like mm-hmm. after this season he's definitely gonna have to do something well well you um, say they're edging towards a rebuild but if you actually look at them over the past few seasons they've actually refreshed some of their main yeah. guys in a way like have, yeah like their wingers we, and last season i do feel that um they were severely hampered by key injuries at key points in the season so We've already touched on it, but that Bayern PSG knockout game, yeah. what you had Lewandowski missing, your Gnabrys was injured. Like, like we think, well, me and AK said, we, we think they would have knocked out PSG. 100%. I still stick by that. Um, but I do think Nagelsmann will settle him well. He's a man with many, what, philosophies um, and ideas. Um, <sighs> But do you think a team like, as big as Bayern, just needs someone who has like a plan A? And that's it. 
not a plan, not especially in that league, um, not someone that tries to adapt to their opponents. Well, I think. Go on, go on. Let me just jump in. In terms of the, the league, so I remember Pep talking about why he plays with in you know the inverted fullbacks, why he plays with inverted fullbacks, um, and that came from the, his time in, at Bayern. Um, he said what was happening was um, he was he played with a high line teams were. Uh, just countering on him, I, I you you remember during Pep's time at, at Bayern like five, a lot. five on twos and like three on twos all the time, and so he, what he said um, he would bring the fullbacks into the center of the pitch. Um, number one, so they were closer um, to be able to press, um, and that there wasn't just two center backs at sea in the middle of the pitch. Um, so I feel like it's a league where you do need um, to find solutions. To, mm. to to the to the way they play, and I think because he's obviously come from the league, um, I feel like he can. Ha- he, who obviously he has a philosophy, he has that plan A, but I feel like you do need to adjust as well. Also, do you not think Upamecano will settle him well at Bayern? And do you really think he's the real deal? Because some people say he's a bit overrated, but yeah, I don't see it. Games I've seen him, especially I think the United game where I knew you were to say that. You look like Bambi on ice, bro. I will say Bayern don't get it wrong very often. Mm, that's mm. true. They don't, they don't get it wrong very often. And if you're playing for Bayern, um, it's not. It, it's a it's a certain type of defending that you're doing, um, and sporadic. Yes, yeah, spor- <laughs> sporadic, and usually one v ones. You got a striker who's barely touched the ball game, probably playing with your back his back to you. Like, I don't know if it will be the biggest test I think it's a, it's a nice way to settle in if you're if you're if you're a centre back yeah but then who's is there's so much scrutiny on you if you do if you do kind of flop well, what I was going to say is who's his centre back partner because I for me ideally it would have been Alaba who's of course left yeah and well what you're going to what continue well didn't Boateng Boateng's left. left as well Boateng's what's left. a Sule or what Lucas Hernandez who hasn't necessarily when he's, he's been, injured well, he's injury prone anyway, but normally they've played him predominantly. Well, obviously, he can play left back, so he's played left back a lot last season. Alfonso Davis didn't necessarily hit the heights he had in that campaign where they won the trouble. They, they still got Benjamin Pavard, but um, who's your right back then? What? Um, Saar, who, who got found out in some big games, which I saw. I'm sure I saw him get torn apart in the Champions League first leg against PSG. I could be well, wrong. Well, we'll see if. Uh, if uh, Nagelsmann wants to put Kimmich back nah, into midfield, do back into right back, you can't back. do that. I think that's bad. I'm not gonna lie. Kimmich is so useful uh, as maybe, a centre midfielder. Maybe they'll buy a right back then. But something to look out for. Let's touch on Dortmund. Dortmund. So Dortmund, Sancho-less. Um, right. I still think they got some of the best young players in Europe. Uh, Makoko, Gio Reyna, and Jude Bellingham, to name a few. Can I interrupt you? Of course you can. Gio Reyna, do you rate him? Yeah. I think he's decent, man. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's. I think he's a good player. Um, I think he will be a good player, but I don't, I don't see that like star. That star. No, I don't that, see that, that. That's exactly what yeah, I, I, I think. It's a bit over. He's a bit. They've sprinkled him as like a next star, but I partly think it's because he's American. Not to. I can't lie. Bleacher Report. Yeah. Rinse his. Yeah. Like, like at the end of the day, like fair enough. You got to support your own. At the end of the day, yeah, you're trying it. to build him up, but like, I don't think he's as he's as great as they're making him out to be or mm. as he has the potential which they've he, put the, the pedestal they're is, putting him up there he is young as well he's young no I'm he? I think he's 17, 18 no he's a bit older than that now I think 19 
19. But yeah, not much older. <laughs> yeah, still. I said a bit older. He's going to say like 20, 21. But like, how do you think they will replace Sancho? Obviously, oh, they're signed Marlon. He's 18, he's still 18. 18. Wow. 13th November. 2002 that's his birthday man put the full yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so, man put sorry, the full yeah, CRB bro sorry, sorry to you <laughs> but Daniel Marlin yeah new signing do you think he he's good enough because look at his show in the Euros he, he, listen former Arsenal player plus Bundesliga it's a recipe for success <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but at the Euros don't, surge. don't you remember just before the Licks red card he bottled that that opportunity mm. like mm. like to me, okay, yes, he had a good season and he is young. He's only 21, but you've lost Jaden Sancho, arguably your most creative player. Royce is a year older and you know if Royce is a bit injury prone. Okay, if they keep Haaland, yes, you do have one of the best strikers in Europe. And Bellingham, of course, is going to consistently develop and we we all love Bellingham here. Like We know what that he's boy class, is. He's class, man. But he's not going to be there for long, I don't think. Yeah, true. But Sancho, big presence. Like, can Reynard... Because that's arguably who probably will take his place in the starting lineup. Took his squad number as well. So, <laughs> like, can Rayner make that step up, or can Marlon kind of come in and do enough? Um, for me, they, I don't. I don't think so. But, nah. but, sorry, they finished what third last season, but but they had a poor campaign. Yeah, yeah and I think them. they're gonna have a poor. I still think I think they're gonna have a poor campaign. I think. They're not going to finish top two this season. But well, they got a new manager though, Marco Rosa. Marco Rosa. Mm. He's, 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 he was doing well. At, tight, yeah. He was doing well until <laughs> they announced. <laughs> yeah, so no, uh, the minute he got announced, yeah. there's on oh, uh, the next Dortmund manager, him yeah. at Munchen Gladbach. It's like they switched off. Yeah, it was like they didn't like want to like listen that, to him anymore. Yeah, it was like, crazy. It was literally like clockwork. Yeah. Like yeah. they were doing well and everything. Like obviously, remember how they got through the group stages yeah. and like people were like, yeah, this coach Do is you know the Yeah. Yeah. Comfy. Comfy. But like, Obviously, the minute it announced, oh, yeah, I'm going to um, Dortmund. Well, hey, that's Drop how it goes. And that was when, what wasn't it? Xabi Alonso was linked with Grinch and Gladbach and yeah, that. Yeah. Like, man, if that had happened, you know that photo, that legendary photo would have been coming <laughs> retire- out weekly. The retirement photo. That would have been coming out um, game week one if Dortmund won. Like, I'm going to ask a question. It's a bit of a curveball, yeah? Do you think the Bundesliga has the best young talent in Europe? Young, Bar- young talent is in singular. No, collectively, bar the Prem. You can add the Prem prem in there if you want, but yeah, the Prem isn't your answer, basically. For me, I'm going to chuck a caveat out there. No, but but they play the most young talent in a way, in in my opinion. They they allow young... Them and the French League, they allow young talent to come, which is coming through to actually get game time and develop. The Prem has a lot of young talent, but sometimes... Yeah, I saw them sweets and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe in the Bundesliga, it allows they allow young talent to oh, come through and have the opportunity. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> they allow their young talent to get game time and develop and become what they're supposed to be. Like, obviously, look at the Dortmund model, Schalke used to do it in the past with your Leroy Sane's and um, them sorts of man. Like, for me. No, oh, no, but they that was my my my, my answer was no, basically. Like, like man just, no, man, just goes around the whole world just to say no. Yeah. He yeah. started with no. Oh, yeah. you're an old uncle, yeah. bro. Yeah, um, I well, in terms of like leagues with the best talents, um, I, I'd have to say maybe France for me goes over. Um, okay. just, just even look at the French national team, true. One second. He said no, and he didn't answer the question. I did. 
I asked what league. I did say French. Mm. Uh, you weren't listening, bro. Uh, you weren't listening, bro. You weren't listening, bro. I was eating sweets, bro. Go on, Joe. <laughs> yeah, so for me, uh, France would have to be probably um, over, Ger- over Germany. I don't know about whether France has better talents than the Premier League, um, but I will say Premier League is usually players who are nearer to the first team in yeah. the spectrum um, who come here. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm gonna say France. France. But do you not feel, in, especially in the last couple of years, that French, the French league, does does have a superstar, and then when he does move, i.e., Nicolas Pepe, he doesn't rise to the um, status that he was in. That's just that's just Arsenal getting fleeced, man. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. Arsenal slander continues um, in this pod. We need an <laughs> Arsenal fan here to kind of simmer us down. To be honest, um, no, no, because there were reports that Bayern went in for Pepe. And uh, they said they they didn't go for him because they said he needs too much space. So I'm just wondering how their scouts saw that and Arsenal scouts were like, you know, oh, yeah, you come know, on, give this me is that. Arsenal. Yeah, but <laughs> guys, we do we find Arsenal all right, and it like is what it is. But <laughs> I got a question for you, AK. Yeah, go on. Um, so you mentioned about young talents. Um, name me a few young talents to kind of watch out for in the Bundesliga um, this season. So Makoko is one of them. Yusuf Makoko. Um, he he was 16 when he made his debut, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, and they tried to make it earlier, but obviously the league never allowed it. Um, also, uh, uh Jamal Musiala, yeah, Ola chose Germany over English England. born. You, you know that man must German have been international gutted when when what they got knocked out against England. Yeah, hundred percent. Got hundred percent. But I mean, who knows what's going to f- the future hold? Yeah, if they win World Cup but we, in uh, a few years. Should we touch on Leipzig quickly? Yes. Uh, um, also, one more player, obviously, Bellingham, I've already said, and Omar Richards. Um, three English-born players that are playing in Germany. So keep an eye on them, guys, yo. Don't forget Lacroix as well, man. Yeah. If he stays at Wolfsburg, that is. Um, RP yeah. Leipzig. RB Leipzig. So RP. Uh, huh? <laughs> Red Bull. Nah, the mic, bro. Ah, uh, yeah. Do you, lo- do you not know... Do you, do you know the story of their name? Red Bull. It's not Red Bull. It stands nah, for yeah, they, stands for Rassemble Sport, I think. Ooh, that's what. Red, uh, what does Red Bull stand for, fam? No. So basically, <laughs> they were trying to get around the 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 the, the laws. Yeah. Uh, name and rights. I feel like you watch the same documentary. You know, definitely watch me. Uh, <laughs> whatever the thing was, I, I know. I kind of know what you're talking about, but I don't remember it. Come on, I, fill us in. It's I, history time. Yeah, Jerry. All yours. Go ahead. I don't actually start with this point. I, don't actually know, I actually know where I got this from, um, but essentially, yeah, it was to get around like naming rules in in Germany. I think they can't be named after sponsor, basically. Yeah, um, and so they just picked Rassemble Sport, <laughs> um, which actually is I think it's a sport. Um, I think it's like a alternate sport, something like that. But I, f- I, f- I feel like that was quite funny. Um, anyway, Leipzig, their new manager to replace Jesse um, Marsh, Julian Nagelsmann, Jesse Marsh. Um, Anyone know much about Jesse Marsh? Uh, I know a little bit. Um, oh, let me know. So he's American. Okay. And that's about it. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thanks for the in-depth. Wow. No, 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 no. I, in-depth I, analysis there yeah. with no, your boy JB no, as no. he likes to be good. Oh, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, he, Played football. Um, he's Amer- he's American. What's the biggest team he played for? Um, <laughs> man, man, I, man checked I, him on the spot. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I, probably someone. I don't know. Probably someone in Germany. Maybe 
Because if he has ties to Germany. I was like, um, this is sounding like. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but, but I, I I've I've Some I've heard fishies I've, going. I've on. heard through the grapevine that he's a good coach. That's um, it. I heard through the grapevine. Yeah, I heard through the grapevine. I have my sources. Um, what? he's obviously a former what? USA international. Jim White and that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he came up under um Bob Bradley. Um, and what he's, a great coach he, he was. Hey, hey, <laughs> shout out Bob Bradley. Yeah. Hey, real ones know who Bob Bradley is. <laughs> oh, man. back in the day. And then he was assistant to I don't know if you guys know of Ralph Ragnick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he's like he's like the father of like Klopp, too cool, like all of these guys. Um, and well, it's going to be interesting to see how he does. You know, Ragnick was supposed to go. Um, before uh, go AC a few seasons ago, but um, they decided to stick with Pioli and it was a very good move on their part in a way because Ragnick wanted so much power to kind of re-shape re yeah. Milan yeah. and they, yeah, Pioli went on a mad stretch towards the end of that season, kept the job and then went on to obviously next season, get them in, back into the top four. But anyway, tangent. Mm. But, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's what I've got on Leipzig. Cool. They've got a good squad, but I don't know if you guys have anything else to add. They've had a mass exodus, though, in a way. Like, Upamancano's left, Canate's left. Like, what? There was rumours that Sabitza wanted to leave. You got what? Okay, I still rate Nkunku, who um, well, obviously came through PSG, um, had to leave because he wasn't going to get game time there and balled out last season in patches. Um, but I don't necessarily know if they can, how can I put this, sustain the standard that they're, they're at currently because what who's their striker Yusuf Poulsen um yeah, and they have what's the other guy who used to play at Forsberg. Um, well Forsberg pulled out Euros but he's more of an attacking mid but who's the so other guy who used, yeah that's it he yeah. used to play at Palace and he was dead went to Chapel scored bare goals and then went to um Leipzig. Leipzig he scored one or two crucial goals but from what I saw he didn't seem to me he just didn't necessarily fit their style and system but I think it's very interesting because obviously now Nagelsmann's left he was quite big in the, in terms of implementing his style be interesting to see what's next for Leipzig I just think we're going to see a little tail off from them personally but hey I mean, cool so it's going on Joe going on I was just going to say they've still got Adam Lookman on their books um, and uh, Andre Silva they've got Marcel Savitzer oh wait wait they signed Sil Andre Silva yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. from Frankfurt mm. mad I didn't know that um, oh my gosh, that's a good signing. Okay, I take everything I got, just said about their striker back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Should have done my research. I apologize. Got, they've got Dominic Shabozlai. Um, oh, Bula. He was linked to Arsenal. Yeah, they've got Tyler Adams. You, good okay. Young, good He's American, player. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, they've got obviously Marcel Sabitzer. He's got a dirty right foot from long, from do, long range. Do you know what? I actually low key think he's a good player. Don't get mm. twisted. But. <laughs> He's a good player. That's that's how I see it. He's, like, a, he's a he's a good player with a ridiculous long shot. I can give you that, yeah. but like the way how I've see, heard certain people talk about him, not you lot, but like they make him out like he's like a world class centre mid who's gonna change someone's fortune. Because obviously he was linked with Tottenham, I believe this um, window. And for me, every time I've seen him, I thought he's a good player, but he's not a great player. And like, obviously, that's a t that's a typical Tottenham signing. Like, he isn't necessarily <laughs> going to give you more than your Harry Wink. Well, okay, shout out. Let me respect Sabitzer because Harry Winks is a bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got to say on Leipzig. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, cool. I'm going to ask you a lot. We're going to go around. Give us your top four predictions for the Bundesliga. In order? 
Yes. I chill. Order. Like. I want to go. Let's go order. Let's go order. Okay. Who's champions? Come on, boys. Come uh, on. I mean, you're just the elephant in the room. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I want to go first. Bayern. Same. Second. Dortmund. Third. Leipzig. Fourth. I'm going to go for Leverkusen. Right. You took my one still. Like. I was, that's it. That's I'm not even waffling. That was the exact order I was gonna go because I think Leverkusen have few young talents. What um, what's his name? Wurtz is coming through. Damari Gray's there as well. He's left. He's left. Is he left? He left he a left, week ago. He left Leverkusen to go to uh, Leicester. Yeah, Mil- uh, not Leicester. Everton. Sorry, Everton. Mil- Everton. Mil- and a half. Swear down. Yeah. yeah. And and you know um, Leon Bailey might leave as well. Yeah. Where's he going? Villa. Villa. Yeah. Villa want him. Maybe. No. Obviously, way. it was all speculation. Like, so far, uh, yeah. like who knows? But um. Yeah, like I still think though, um, Leverkusen will come. So, is your top four the exact same as his? Literally, because right, I okay, think Patrick's mine's, mine's slightly different. Um, uh, so I'm gonna go Bayern to win a title, um, but I'm gonna have Leipzig second. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna have Dortmund third, and I'm gonna have Leverkusen fourth. Like, so basically you just changed two and three <laughs> so we're kind, of, we're kind of in unanimous agreement with yeah. how the German leagues yeah. but it's still definitely worth watching yeah. to be fair Wait, you were going to say, say, um, say something about Patrick Schick right I feel like he's, he's going to build on his season he had previously oh no not season he had previously build on the back of the Euros essentially like he's always been a player who when he was young had a lot of talent went to Rome where it didn't necessarily work out um, and then what now is that Leverkusen, I expect him to step up and do better this season, essentially, especially after coming off the back of a very good Euros. So, mm. shout out, Patrick. Patrick Schick. Um, so, should we move on? Yeah, we'll move on. Which, which, which country are you trying to go next? Well, we're taking a flat to Italy. They're taking a flight to Italy. All right, go on then. It went to Rome. Okay, so let's talk about um, Syria. Okay, so let's do a quick roundup of what happened last season. So obviously, my boys Inter, they won the league uh, under Conte, who subsequently left, which is a bit sad. But um, top four was Milan, Juve and Atalanta. And Lukaku was basically the best player there. Um, Ronaldo, top goal scorer. Um, now, a lot's happened in the off-season in Syria. Um, like I said, Conte's left. Simone and Zage left Lazio and then went to Inter. Uh, Gattuso left Napoli. Mourinho? Mourinho's going to Roma. How uh, do you think that's going to be? Him going out, do you think he's going to... I feel like we have this... We ask this question every place Mourinho goes. <laughs> do you think he's going to bounce back to what he once was? Hey, man, I said it after he left Chelsea the second time. I felt like he he's... He's, he's tactically outdated and he hasn't evolved. And I just think, okay, I don't, I don't think he has the, he's not young enough and hungry enough to take on the project he's taken on at Roma, in my opinion, because Roma isn't a team who can just go out and buy everyone who they want. And we might as well just talk about Roma briefly while we're here. Um, like obviously they signed Rui Patricio and like sold Paolo Lopez. Um, Julian Clavert's gone on loan to Nice. Um, but has shown what they wanted to sign Xhaka the deal's kind of basically off because they can't afford it 
And Mourinho's not, this is one of the few clubs Mourinho's managed, okay, Tottenham as well, where he can't just go out and buy whoever he wants, potentially. And I just don't think he has enough left in him to actually coach players. Well, no, he, he's still a good coach. Let's not get it twisted. But I just think he isn't hungry enough to to put in the the extra work needed to get your your average players to great uh, average players perform at a higher level each week. But hey, that's just my opinion. Like you lot both message my bad. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, that's Roma. Let's touch on uh, Juve because obviously CR7 stay in. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball looks like he's staying as well. The ball looks like staying. Allegri's gone back mm-hmm. after being linked with what well, every job since he's s- left. Since he left and replaced Pirlo. Wash. Yeah. You you mentioned the Bayern staying. Do you believe he will have like last season? Had okay season. Do you think this year, being given that Allegri's back, do you think Dybala will will perform to the standards yeah, we know so he can? They always had a good relationship. Um, I think Dybala played his best off under Allegri. Um, you know he he he's a he's a weird one. I thought he was on that trajectory to like. The upper tier of like football talent. Few seasons yeah. ago, you know that that yeah. run Juve had to yeah. to what it was the final, didn't they? Yeah, where they tore apart mm. Barca and yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just I don't understand. I I I don't know. I can't tell you where it's gone wrong. But um, I think if you have a manager that's um willing to be patient with you and put you in the best position to to succeed, then that that that's a good thing. Do you um, think? Juve have patience or can exercise patience. Yeah, yeah. Um, because remember, um, their biggest rivals, Inter, have just lost uh, everything. Of- basically, <laughs> hey, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll touch on it in they've a second. Lost, they've lost uh, one of their most influential players. Um, they've lost their manager, who is a big part of them winning the league. Um, they still, they still have Lukaku um, for now. Um, they still have the rest of their squad, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see like how they if they are able to mount a challenge okay so we might as well wrap Inter and Juve into one because they're the two title contenders in my opinion yeah and I've, I've, we'll I think AC have made good signings though bro they've made good signings but I don't think they have enough to consistently week in week out get to where they want to be yeah because I think what Juve severely underachieved last year under Pirlo Allegri's back you expect them to consistently churn out the results that will will get them back up there. And then, okay, yes, you um, Inter have lost Conte, who won the league in the left, and Hakimi, one of their most influential players, but they've still got Lukaku, who, what, man got 24 goals and 11 assists last season. Without them, without him, into a different side. Obviously, they also have one of the most promising, if not one of the best sentiments, in my opinion, in Europe, in Barella. Mm-hmm. They have a very, very, very solid backline in Skriniar, De Vrij and Bastone. Um, my only problem with Inter is Handanovic is on the decline, in my opinion. He's what he's what about 38, 39 now, and oh, I could be overstating it, but I know he's mid thirties, if not higher. And like for me, I feel like I saw him make a good few mistakes last season, and I think that's my only issue with Inter. Um, and they also there's also with Inter the Ericsson issue as well because you don't know if he's ever going to play football again. And I think he went back to I think it was today yeah. he went back. Yeah. Um, to have this like yeah to see, wh- to see whether he can play and well but the interesting thing is they've also already signed his replacement in Hakan Chagunoglu from um great pronunciation great pronunciation hey chill chill <laughs> hey <laughs> uh, <laughs> like in from um AC so 
I, I still think it's between those two and faction on Juve. Um, like I said, I, I, or like Jerry said, I think Diabala is going to touch levels we've seen him touch before again consistently because he was plagued with a few injuries last year. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Like he's still going to get a good 20, 25 yeah, goals a season. Top scorer last year. 29 goals and yeah. I, and they didn't even play him the last game of the season yeah. when they needed to win. Who Ronaldo? Yeah, because because they were, they were finished like they were fifth at the start of the game, innit? Yeah, and they it finished was apparently for fatigue reasons. Yeah. No, but I, I personally think there's probably something in his contract. It's all speculation, mm-hmm. but probably something in his contract that what, if he goals? got 30 goals, <laughs> he needed a, a healthy cash <laughs> yeah, bonus. Yeah. And you know they were a bit worried that if we don't get top four, we well then him, yeah. we can't afford it. And but that's those football manager ones. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like I leave him out because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just in case, but hey. I've got a question. Hold on. Um, how do you think Juve are going to fare having Ronaldo, Chiesa, Kulusevski and Dybala? And what like formation or what attacking flow do you reckon they're going to bring? Do you know, I was disappointed. With, I was, last season, I was disappointed with Kulusevski. Um Chiesa showed in glimpses last year that... He pulled out, bro. Yeah, know. last year... Porto as well. Yeah. But he was like he was basically like that most of Juve's games. Like obviously he took a little bit to settle, but then he scored some real bangers during that season. And he Kies is just a problem in general. Like mm-hmm. what there was rumors as well that we Chelsea bidded a hundred M's for him during the Which, summer. That's mad. Like it's mad, but I would I, I would have embraced it because like the boy is a baller. Yeah, um, I hate her. Um, and obviously he does in a way the running that Ronaldo doesn't necessarily do anymore, but. It's, for me, it's still a bit challenging to find a system to get Diabala, Chiesa and Ronaldo all into the same team, considering Diabala basically needs to play like just behind the striker or, yeah. or, or false nine or something like that. He can't play as your right winger or he can't play out wide. So, and that's a, that's, that's a bit I of a think, problem in my I opinion. Think, I think uh, Juve had a lot of their success last season when they played Morata um, and Ronaldo up front. And maybe you you can have a similar relationship with Dybala and Ronaldo, but but Morata and Dybala are very two different, are two extremely different players in a way. In terms well, of well, you've got the classic big man little man partnership, right footed, left footed. One's quick, one's listen. It could work. Could work. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But if I if push came to shove, you two, who would you choose to win the league? Inter, Juve, or someone else? Like I think Juve. I'm staying you as well. A lot of the issues last season wow. were down to the manager. I, yeah, I, I, bro, I wholeheartedly agree. Hey, like, I, I can't, I can't not back my boys into. Like, yes, Hakimi is a huge miss, but hey, like, I still believe. Like, we've still got Lukaku and Martinez. That partnership. Come on, man. We it's, got the, this. it's the we for me, fam. Um, final team <laughs> we should touch on before we depart Italy. Like, obviously, Napoli is. So Napoli are basically the same like Atalanta they continue to churn out players but also then replaced them with under the radar gems so not necessarily want to ch- touch on them and Lazio don't necessarily want to touch on them now Simone and Zaghi is left because I think they're going to tail off but the final team we do want to touch on is AC Milan who made some really good an- acquisitions Mike Mignon is that how you pronounce it Jerry I need my, my friend Mike, Mike Mignon yeah there we go Um, obviously big big thick as as Legeri likes to call him and we're talking about Fikayo Tomori guys yeah, just so yeah, you know yeah like them ones and Olivier, <laughs> Olivier Giroud hey, I feel like I'm on a French podcast now hey hey <laughs> I'm fully French you have the that. worst French accent hey, I think I've ever heard bro I'm not gonna hey, lie bonsoir <laughs> je m'appelle Jordan ça va <laughs> hey but yeah like obviously losing Donnarumma who 
arguably is one of the best keepers in the world. Mm-hmm. It's still a big um, miss for them. But what's your kind of views? You two did mention prior to this, like about their squad and your thoughts on it. So what do you do? Their squad is growing. And I think their squad's going in the right direction um, from where they were a couple of years ago, where they have, where they were previously. I feel like they're um, looking forward, not looking back. Um, just the way they are now I feel like the Giroud signing is a good signing but if they still have Zlatan it doesn't make that much sense to me I, it does, it I does. think it does because last year whenever Zlatan yeah. had a, quite a few injuries last year and at the start of the season Zlatan was balling like balling out balling and then he, he had a few injuries came back and he kind of tailed off but without him okay if they, they, were, they, they, were, they went from when he got injured they went from kind of challenging for the title to almost slipping out of top four precisely and they yeah. what brought in Mandzukic in January and it, that experiment didn't work like, yeah. they thought they were getting the Mandzukic that was uh, by yeah that Mandzukic they got a, a, a faded version of him oh, and now bicycle kick Mandzukic yeah they thought they were getting <laughs> top quality Mandzukic yeah. but just never he isn't there anymore unfortunately so um, I do think the Giroud signing is a, a good signing I do think okay yes I have said he is arguably one of the um, best keepers in the world but allowing him to leave because there was there, it was always a big it contract a it was always no but it was always a big contract saga with him like because of his age and, and everything so it was always a big show and like the Milan fans don't you remember when they chucked the money at him and like when yeah. he uh, when and he was bare young and he was in tears and that and like I just think it's good because I just think it's good to almost get rid of him and also sign one of the if uh, one of the best keepers from Ligue 1 in the process he just won a league and um I do think they're being run extremely well by Maldini. And I do think, like, as much as I'm saying I don't think they'll compete for um, the title, I do think they'll comfortably come top four this year. And that is if, but that's also if Slatan can still produce at a respectable level, in my opinion. But hey. Um, yeah, so I think the problem, the main problem with, um, uh, that the I observed with um, AC Milan is, um, obviously, with the addition of Fikayo Tomori, um, they've got uh, Simon Kier, um, they've got Lucas, is it Lucas Hernandez? Or no, they've got Fia. Fia Hernandez. Yeah. Well, he can't defend, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> he scored so many goals, he, oh, he scored 30 goals, really good going for it, he can't defend, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, who've, they, who've they got a right back? Uh, Calabria. But also, well, they had do, do that lot on loan, yeah. but I, I no, nah, he, I think he's gone back. No, I think it's a two-year loan, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I think they're trying to sign him though. I think um, it's a two-year loan, bro. but to be honest, it was on the bench predominantly because Calabria pulled out for them last when year. When I when I did watch them, um, they were solid at the back. Um, their their issue was just scoring goals, and I feel like when Zlatan came out the team, um, the the options that remained, oh, they were not good. The um, Rebic. Um, he he was come back from in, he was recovering from injury and he was he was not good. He's and he's better at wide Rebic as well. Yeah, and then the other guy, Rafael um, Leal. Yeah, Leal. Inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. I'm Inconsistent. Sorry, I'm not having him. No, but he has talent. <laughs> Did you, like he has talent. There's certain games I saw him. Like there was at the, towards the start of the season when they were on this long run where they were top of the league for a while. Like he was. He, there was a few times where he was balling and like, oh, bro, I've got talent. Doesn't mean I, I could play for AC Milan. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> what do you reckon about? Quick one, Brahim Diaz. X City, isn't it? Like yeah. uh, I think I think this year I want to see a lot more from him considering they've probably signed him now to kind of take that creative burden which Hakan Chalanoglu had 
which obviously now he's departed, he Brahim Diaz should have a bigger role yeah. with them. I do think it's a good acquisition, but ultimately it's still a stopgap in a way. It's a loan. Like I know I think there's an option to buy him, but um I, I want to see a bit more from him this year. I do. Um yeah, that 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 was all I had to I had to add um on that. Um it'll be good to obviously watch Fikai Tomori and uh, Oli Giroud. Is, You're uh, just looking at Chelsea boys, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't blame you. Uh, well, there's one person, one person I would say everyone must watch and let's see if he can deliver again Who's if that? he stays is Dusan Vlahovic. I don't think he'll stay there. Well, the prices that I'm hearing. Hmm. 60 mil, 64, mm. 65 mil. So it's a risk for a guy, okay, he's young. Okay, young, of course, your price is high, but like he's only just broken out. Like, let I would I would say let him because look at what we were gonna do with Belotti as we touched on a few oh seasons ago. Goodness, like, yeah. like let's let him have another season there. Let's see if he can now consistently do it again. And that's what I think's the one interesting thing to watch. I would have loved to have seen him under Catuso, like obviously because Catuso left Napoli, then joined Florentino, left after twenty three days. If you didn't know, but his managerial career has been mad. Yeah, and no. uh, and he nearly joined Tottenham as well. But hey, like yeah, um, nah. he didn't nearly join Tottenham. Okay, well, no one nearly joined Tottenham. Then Nuno said, "You know what? I might as well just bite the bullet and do it." <laughs> yeah, you went your time off. But yeah, where are we taking a flight to next, lads? Uh, should we go to Paris? Yeah. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship, zooming through the sky. Yeah. yeah. Well, we go to France. Go to uh, start in Paris. Yeah, we know Paris. France. Uh, let's go. Use your French. Use your uh, French. Use your French. Go no, on. No, Say something no. French. We don't have listeners. We don't have. We don't have French. No, pardon them, man. No. Let them know we have good taste here. <laughs> good standards. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, for, uh, the French league last year was probably the only I'd say the only the only had the surprise. only surprise champion. Yeah. Um, Atletico Madrid. Atletico Inter? Kind Inter, of. Inter. Yeah. I, 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 come on, no, that point is invalid. No, but Inter, with, with Conte coming in and... Uh, I think it was only a maritime a novi- a no, no, a novice in Perlo. There was no one else really. Well, to be honest, like I expected them to win the league. I'm not going to lie to you. What, in you, the, you. No, I expected Inter to win the league. So yeah. if they didn't, I would have been extremely disappointed. Yeah. Like, I think this was the... I think Lille winning the league was a bigger shot though than it's less to go yeah. in the league. Oh, of course, of course. Like no one could have predicted PSG um, fumbling the bag. Fumbling, yeah. And Lille, not even them fumbling, but Lille winning the league. Yeah, so Christophe Gautier, uh, hats off to him. He left, uh, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Nice. He did to join Nice, yeah. These managers say, what, I'm going to win the league and cut. <laughs> no, but, but you heard about the financial predicament over there, right? Yeah, me uh, go on. Mad team, go on, um, So basically the French TV company. Uh, Allegedly. Uh, media media pro um was basically going to revolutionize um the the french league so similar to what they have in america mm-hmm. like the nba season pass or whatever where you can have all the games available to watch um but eventually they uh what what transpired was they couldn't finance the deal and it fell apart leaving the league's finances in disarray um so a, a few teams are, that's why um a lot of teams are shopping in france this year because so much talent, yeah, so, so much cheap, talent and yeah, cheap. Um, so yeah, Christophe Gartier uh led Lille to the French League, uh, winning the league by one point, uh, on the last day of the season. Um, almost fumbled it, yeah. His hard work, they were 3 1, no, yeah, no, but like they could have won it the yeah, game before yeah, earlier, and they lost, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hard working, well balanced, got a lot, uh, a lot of good talents in there, some old heads in there as well. Um, I'll, I'll take you through the top four. Um, so it was uh, Leo in, to- in first place, uh, 
Paris Saint-Germain in second. Uh, Monaco in Man, the second. He had it so. Uh, Monaco in third and uh, Olympic Lyonnais in fourth. Um, and I mean, so they had, there's, I'd say there's a lot of talent in, in League One, but obviously- Man said League One. League, oh, League, oh, well, League Bradford, he's <laughs> Bradford and them, man. He's back League to English, bro. Um, but I mean, it's kind of concentrated in, in, the, in the top teams. Um, you had uh, Kylian Mbappe as top scorer. Uh, no surprises there. Um, shout out to Memphis Depay as well. 20 goals and he got the most assists. 12 Mem- assists as well. Memphis Depay pulled out last yeah, season. Yeah. And that's why Even, that's why I had that view I had about Netherlands winning the Euros. Because I genuinely thought he'd, he'd, he'd turned the corner. He was... Honestly, I, thought, I, saw. I thought if Barca messed that deal up, we, we should have gone in for him. Well, I thought we should have yeah. gone in for him regardless of whether Barca was. You know what though, yeah? I'm not saying it because he's fairly nice. Where would you play him in an Eng- in, in England? Would you play him on top? Yeah, I, I think I genuinely think it'd be perfect in Chelsea's system. Yeah, because because we have our front three kind of very mobile, very they they like to move and have us have us in the pipe, bro. Like I hear it I hear because it. because he likes to drift that wide. Okay, yes, Werner likes to do the same and. But look at how our goal came. Yes, that's a Werner moving this there. But the pie loves to drift that wide and then as well. The alterations we can make, you can play him as a, a, a at the front um, as your left forward. You can play him as your yeah. false number nine. I just think he would have been perfect in the Chelsea system. And my only fear, which we'll get onto Barcelona when we when we take flat there, but like my only fear is going leaving um, Leon where every where he was their main guy, and then going into a system where Messi's the main guy and you're kind of your side, you're the side piece. I know. I see. I I think if you're the pie is closer to a tr- traditional striker than. Um, than someone like Griezmann is. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, listen, if you're a striker, playing with Messi is exactly what you want. I remember they got Aguero too. Yeah, yeah. Have but they been able to fill these plays? Remember uh, they couldn't afford them. They can't. We're, they can't. We're, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we're in, we're in we're, France. We're, we're in oh, France. Yeah, France. 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 We're in France. France. Um, we're in France. So um, player of the season was um, killing Mbappe. Um, shout outs to Barack Yilmaz. Um, Ben Yedda, rolling the years back. Love Ben Yedda. Um, Memphis Depay. Um, and you know, who, I I don't know about you guys, but Neymar wasn't obviously in in the in the running for for best player. He did come back um, and showed obviously his quality, but too little, too late. Every year, it almost feels like every year is like okay, this was definitely the wrong move. Um, what do you guys think? But you was think? but was it the wrong move? That, I, the, I for him, so. like yeah. obviously for his career, for his actual footballing career, yes. The, the, whole, the whole getting out the shadow of Messi, I think, I, I don't think that's a good enough reason to make a move. But now he's in the shadow of Mbappe, I would say, bro. Yeah. Well, if you the, 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 let me let me put it like this: if you have to leave somewhere to create your own light, it's an L still. It's an L. No, but it's the thing is, still. when he left, like that, there was that season where there was a stage where. What, with their MSN where Messi was injured it was Suarez and Neymar and Neymar anyways <laughs> there, was, there was a stage where um, Neymar looked like he was like he was balling out and he looked like he was ready to once he leaves the shadow he he could compete with your Ronaldo's and your Messi's every year for the Ballon d'Or okay yes he left and he hasn't necessarily hit the heights we all expected him but my problem is some of it's just unfortunate like he some of some of the injuries he's had, like their actual tackles or this, that, the other, like which 
okay, he, he's, he's fouled extremely much. Yes, there's all the play acting, the theatrics and stuff like that, but some of it is just actually unfortunate. Like Certain times where it just looked like he was going to be like, oh, like he was ready to kind of set the stage, take center stage. So like, what was it? Uh, a few years ago, I don't know if you remember this, PSG versus Real Madrid, the first leg, they won, I think it was 2-2. Two, two, two. They won, I think they won the first leg and he got injured in between. And in the second leg, I Ronaldo think Roman. Out. Yeah, Roman. I could be. My my memory's hazy. This was uni days, so you know. Like, who was he drinking? Huh? I, I, I don't drink, bro. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> right. Um, so, young player of the season was uh, Aurelien Charmini. I hope I said that right. Um, honestly, I've heard a lot about this guy. Um, played uh, for Monaco. Um, is it uh, Niko Kovac? Niko Kovac's team? Yep. Um, and he's energetic, hardworking, good tackler, good on the ball, press resistant. Um, and he's got like a, um, I don't know, he's got a, a lot of interest in him. And uh, the rumours are that Chelsea are going in for him. I hope that happens um, because I don't want, um, I, feel, I feel like the French League is, is a good place to, to, to shop. And if you're getting the Fabregas stamp of approval, then uh, bring him, bring him Stafford Bridge. Um, but shout out to, I mean, Guiri, I don't know if I said that right, um, who plays for Nice. Um, he's the under twenty one international. He scored twelve goals, uh, got seven assists as well. Um, he's a striker, plays up front. Um, so if you're watching the French League, look up for, look out for him. Sorry, um, I imagine next season um, he'll be one of the names that are, are being floated around for transfers. I, f- I feel like it was floated around for transfer this season, or, or I think I watched something. It was probably I watched something, and they were saying, "Oh yeah, if I was a big boy, I'd chuck a little bid in for him because they said he's um, extremely capable ones to watch." But there's a talent or two talents you haven't mentioned. Obviously, um, well, one's probably going to leave. This summer potentially because Render want to lose him on the free Kamavinga. Mm. Like, what do you think he's going to go to? Well, if they don't sell him, he, well, they, they're going to lose him on the free. And like that type of talent, and it's not like Renner, your PSGs, who can afford to chuck 30 m down the drain. Like, yeah, like 30 m's. The only thing is, who's going to bid for him? Like, cause so Kamavinga himself, it's been reported that they himself um, would like to go to Real Madrid. So I think if it's a thing of leaving the last year of his contract. It'll be a deal that Real Madrid could could likely do. Um, it's like remember when Tony Cruz went to Real Madrid for twenty five million. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I was I was I was flabbergasted. I was like, how does this happen? How, how has it happened? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a question of wages, and he's what eighteen, nineteen. The wages won't be that much. Well, if he, if he's going to leave this summer, I think it's only Real Madrid that he's going to. I personally think it's more likely that your United likely to happen, and the reason why I say that is because of the Bogba situation. And if Bogba does leave this summer, I think PSG will go in for him. Because I just think Real Madrid just broke. Like, yeah. f- flat out broke. That's why you're not hearing them linked with as many players as you normally hear them with. And even with the Mbappe stuff, it's almost like, oh yeah, he can run down his contract and join next year in a way. Because yeah. I believe Real Madrid just flat out broke. Like, of course, they've got the Varane money. Um, um, but I don't think they are in a position to necessarily bid for a player like Kamavinka at the moment and I personally think what will happen is PSG will go in for a, a Pogba or someone like of that well Pogba because I feel like he wants to leave United that's trying to convince Mbappe to stay in a way and United will then subsequently replace Pogba with your Kamavingas that's what I think will happen um, but hey let's see because I just think for me I wouldn't want Ren to lose a player like Kamavinga in a free because it's not every day you get a, a player of that kind of calibre coming through 
they've got they've got good yeah but like that kind of color yeah but doku is not that kind of Kamav- I don't know that he's that far away from Kamavinga. No, but Kamavinga's potential mm, is a his ceiling. Propaganda though. No, 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 There is a bit of propaganda, yeah. but his ceiling is sky high. Trust me, it's boy the baller. And I, he's he's my favorite type of DM. I say I say it again as I say every week. You guys know I like champagne football, and uh, he plays the DM uh, like a finely aged bottle of. Uh, He's gonna say some fancy uh, wine now. What? what? I don't really know champagne. Like Sauvignon that. Blanc. Sauvignon. That's a. That's I a know wine. that's a wine, yeah. but um, but <laughs> yeah, um, they they do have a lot of talents in in, in the French league. Um, what what are we saying uh, for this season coming up? What, top four. Yeah, top four. Because obviously Pochettino is. We should almost go top three because only top three make make you see how in it. Yeah, right, cool. Top three then. Hey, France needs to get UEFA coefficients up, man. <laughs> So, champions. Um, oh, should, I, should I start? You or, can go, yeah. yeah. So, I'm going to go with Paris, uh, PSG. Um, second place, I'm going to go with Monaco. And uh, third place, is it's a hard one, but I think I'm going to say mm, Lyon. Well, so you're saying, you're basically saying... Without the party, yeah. No, yeah, but also you're saying the champions, the I champions, Lille. I was going to say the same thing. I'm not... Yeah, no, no, yeah, I don't I, think so. Okay, I, I, I once, one, once in a while thing. Where's the flight taking us next? We are going to Spain. We're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship. Zooming through the sky. Finally, the last destination before we head back home. Yeah. We are going to Spain. Viva España. <laughs> so, where do we start? Atletico, current league champions. Yeah. Madrid and Barca are the worst we've seen them in probably our lifetimes mm-hmm. together as in together it might be yeah yeah who do we go to first let's start with champions yeah, champions Atletico Madrid Atletico Madrid um, who have they signed Rodrigo De Paul yeah good signing very good signing um, so okay let, let's let's run through like we did the other ones so let's let's go through um, the top four um, so last season, obviously, Atletico took home the uh, the trophy, followed by Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, and then Sevilla rounded out the uh, top four. Um, I think, in terms of last season, I, I wouldn't say no one expected them to um, win the league, but it was like an unlikely event. Uh, yeah, because the last time they won it, um, Real Madrid and Barcelona, Barcelona were like had faltered as well. I think the last time they won it was like 81 points or 82 points. Yeah, but, it wasn't. Yeah. But they, they actually did win it low-key in the midst of Real Madrid's Champions League um I know, but... Did Real Madrid win the Champions League that same year? Yeah, because yeah. they they beat them and they beat Atletico in yeah. the final, remember? So, but they're, was they're, that 2014? Uh, 2014? It was 14-15, I think they won it. Because then Costa came to Chelsea 15-16, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because yeah. Costa had his hamstring issues that season. Yeah, and, that was his last goal. Yeah. That was the Champions his League last game in his eight, first spell. His eight minutes, but um, Atletico, like they're an interesting one because, like, they started the season extremely well last year. Then yeah, kind of forward, sixteen points clear, weren't they? Yeah, and forward, yeah, and points. Suarez was banging in the goals early on in the season, and then what slowed down towards the end of as as is expected because you can't expect Suarez now at the age he is at to do it week in week out anymore. So for me. It's like, yeah, let's 
they're an interesting one. Like the Rodrigo de Paul signing is a good signing. They've got a problem there with Sal. Like what, three years into the nine-year contract, you told me? Like, <laughs> like that's crazy. And what, they were trying to do some sort of swap deal with Griezmann and get him back, yeah. um, which I doubt that will happen. But I think my biggest issue with Atletico is they've got a player of immense talent which I don't think suits their style. Joao Felix. My boy, when I saw him live in Lisbon, oi, wow, I was, I, I was, I, I left that stadium, stadium of light and for Estudio Ragal, as, as I, I should, as I should say. I ain't got it all wrong. Estudio de Ragal is Porto. Estadio de Luz, Estadio de Luz. Portuguese fans, our Portuguese people, we apologize. Cut that, cut that, cut that, yeah? We apologize. How do we do it? Well, do we do this? No, yeah, we're not doing I, that. That's I, staying in the edits, bro. I, chill. Anyway, yeah. Um, when when I left that stadium after watching him, I was like, whoa. And then to see him go to Atletico for the big money, I, I, I was a bit skeptical because yes, I did. Obviously, Griezmann went to Atletico and balled out, but those type of players they shouldn't be under Simeone. You wouldn't like he would be the perfect striker at your city. He would be a perfect striker at Chelsea, but. Hey man, I just want to see him have a better season. Like there's, there's always flashes with him. There's always flashes with him. At the start of the season, he was actually playing well, and then again he tailed off. But hey, Flaco, they're interesting one. That's all I got to really say on them. Right. Um, talking about the the wider league in general, uh, if you go through like the individual awards, um, there's an interesting. So obviously, it goes without saying, the player of the season was uh, Lionel Messi. Of course, what's new? Uh, in the after Christmas, he scored 22 goals in 21 games. Swear down. 22 goals in 21 games. And people are trying to tell me Ronaldo is the best player in the world. No, Ronaldo's my guy, but... Not anymore. Slowly, surely... No, Ronaldo isn't the best anymore. Uh, yeah, I, no, no, of course I not. think there, was, there wasn't more than one year. One or two years. Hey, chill with that. Yeah, nah, man. What, he won five ballad goals? I, I, yeah, I put some respect to Ronaldo's only, name. He deserved like two of them. So How many did Messi deserve? All of them. Well, put some me, respect to Ronaldo's name. Iniesta year. Messi is the greatest... Iniesta year. What year was the World Cup? 2010? He Messi, should not have won that. is the greatest ever. There have been literally maybe like 10 collective months of football in the last 10 years where Messi has not been the best football hey, player out, on the world, in the world. Hey, nah, bro, hey, 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 that's diabolical. That's a diabolical take. 2010 I'm, Iniesta. I'm, we all know 2010 Iniesta should have won the... Uh, probably wasn't better than Messi. I don't remember, but I'm just going to say... 2010? Nah, he only has to bull down, bro. Was he better than Messi? On God, he was. And he scored the win in the World Cup final. Come on, man. I'll take your word at it. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. A young player of the season is what I wanted to discuss. Pedri. Guess he was? Pedri. Your favourite player. No, no, no. Not Pedri. Team. Give me a team. Think about it. He's shone at the Euros. Team. Wait. Plays for... Wait. How far did his team get in the Euros? Far enough. Team. Sweden. Oh, um, Alexander Isaac. Yes. Rosa oh, Sedan. yeah. Baller. So he enjoyed the, probably, I think, the most prolific um, season of his career, getting 17 um, goals. Um, only five other players got better than him. Um, what do you think of Isaac? I think he has the tools to be a, a great player. And, well, undoubtedly, he's, since he's, Arrived at Sociedad, like obviously he was at Dortmund, didn't necessarily work out for him there. And the Sociedad move's almost been a reset in a way and allowed him to kind of not lis- have to listen to, oh, he's the next Lewandowski. He, well, because when he was at Dortmund, oh, he's the next Lewandowski. He's the next one in the whole line list of players that they like to churn out. He's, he, well, and as well, he was, was also seen as the next Latin. Like, yeah. By getting out of the limelight into Real Sociedad and actually just focusing on his game, he, I think 
stay there another one, two seasons. And when he hits 23, 24, like, yo. Do you think, yeah, in the history of football you've had, or like in your recent memory, you've had a player that's played at a top European side, not performed, gone away to a smaller side, performed, gone back to a big club, and then correct on? Do you know know who, well, someone in that process right now? Yeah. Renato Sanchez. If he if he now leaves Lille and goes to perform at a big side, yeah, that will complete the process. But it's tough to. You could argue. Well, could you say uh, uh, the pie maybe or right now because what he didn't necessarily perform yeah. at United it went depends to Leon. What happens it's when tough. he goes obviously to Barca? But yeah, I just think that is hard to do in itself. Um, the boring. But I think he just didn't get the opportunity at Chelsea. Yeah, because he Salah he performed same. at some some stages at Chelsea. I'd say Salah. Sal- yeah, Salah's Salah is the best example. Salah wasn't Salah, Salah when when he left. I was like, how have we got that much well, money? Did you him? not think Salah was another one that didn't get the opportunity? He did. He kind of did. He, did. he just he he got. He, I, I wouldn't say he was like given the keys and said and Marina was like okay you're starting but he got enough games mm. to show I like well. I, mean, I mean he didn't he didn't get the rhythm going which maybe was why he couldn't perform but he did get enough games to show something and he just didn't um, to be answer my own question Lukaku yeah probably someone yeah went away to West Brom then went Everton, to Everton then went to United United yeah another small club allow <laughs> it bro another stepping stone isn't it allow it bro agreed yeah allow it bro my clothes, my clothes, big toes bigger than yours, but don't say champions of Europe because we know we've done it already. For all, your, for all your big toes ahead of us, we only have one less Champions League than you. So it's How cool. many leagues? Uh, who cares about let's that? Let's move on. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> let's talk about Barca. Barca, all their, all their lovely signings, what you're the pie. That they can't play. <laughs> well, right now. <laughs> but like, we have to, we have to envisage that they're going to somehow sort out their ridiculous financial situation in the, a way the reports are the league is making allowances for them to sign I think on. that league um, is so disgusting bro <laughs> like the way it's run Messi, the view they, shared they, by they, AK the view yeah, shared by AK and AK alone if, if you have yeah, an I'll asset find. Messi's not just an asset to Barcelona no 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 I don't mean yeah of course no, no no I don't mean like the way the whole Messi situation I just think it's like they make stuff up as they go along bro if well, that makes sense well but look at us with VAR no, but that's an in-game thing that can get adapted. They're talking about a financial structure. Their, their financial structure of La Liga is so. Oh, is in the the top clubs get. The yeah, like the distribution of money yeah. is mad, and even when you break it down to like it's all it's so like I don't want to say corrupt because that's the wrong words, but I mean like the rich they rich type of mentality. Even yeah, the whole thing with Messi. If it, the, 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 even so the whole the, thing the with Braithwaite. The way the way those clubs were founded, the the. The mentality in Spain. Um, I I remember um, I was just listening to uh, Mark Ogden talking about it, mm. um, and he was basically saying the way that the culture in Spain, the way it is, is that these clubs, everyone is committed to keeping them at the top. Yeah. Whereas in England, we're more of like whoever wins, yeah, best team win, best team wins because we have what five, five, six big teams, whereas they're very committed to having those two big teams, and everyone else kind of kind of just falls Mentors in line around them. Yeah. Innit? I think that's just poor like structure so so how, it how, takes away the competitiveness of football if you if, if you're fast but, but the, the, well when you've got someone such as a florentino perez at the top of one of the biggest clubs in well arguably is the biggest club in that league Probably well hard, you can't <laughs> there's not really much you can do if he's gonna constantly threaten to walk away from a league and you do realize the minute one of those two 
well yeah call it a day day, like that that property is just irrelevant so they're kind of like it has improved the distribution has improved slightly over the years but there's always going to be a a extremely unequal divide over there which is going to lead to large disparities in some of the games that's witnessed or this that the other but hey like that's like it's just a sad it's a sad state of affairs in my opinion sometimes because the, like you said about the Braithwaite thing and the special exemptions that's always given yeah. to those teams that shouldn't happen how how do we think Boston are going to do I I think <laughs> I'll be so surprised they'll probably win the league bro I'll be so wrong I think they will just by the players they have in their team I think they might win the league the, the thing is I think they will based on the signings they've made yeah. so far yeah I mean I if agree. you look at if you look at the three squads I'd say Athletic Madrid Real Madrid, Barcelona, it does seem like they have the strongest squad. Well, Real Madrid's squad, what, they've only really, what, they've lost Varane and Ramos. Ramos. They've got, and they've, then they've got Alaba in and... And the Mittal, probably. Yeah, he, he was there already, but he hasn't necessarily shone yet. He played well last season. No, but not... I'm not saying he's a bust. Before last season, but... I'm not saying he's a bust, but like, he hasn't kicked on as they expected him to when they... In my opinion. He's kicking on now. I think this season, time will tell. Time will tell. You're you're Uh, trying to give him his props before his props are due. (laughs) If if he kicks on this season, give him his props and you can say you called it first. So they've got the the ghost of Modric and Cruz in midfield. And and that that bugs me as well because Valverde needs to be in that team in centre midfield game in game now. Last season as well. I mean, Carlo's come in and I think he'll give everyone an equal chance. I think he's, he's, it looks like he's going to, um, give Bell another chance. Well, for, from the reports, he wants to go back to well, he wants to go Bell, Benzema, and Hazard and make almost a new big three. Like, what, com- what would that be? HB, <laughs> HBB, hey, hey, like, yeah, BBH, just- BBH. I like that one, Bell. <laughs> Anyways, moving <laughs> swiftly on. Um, yeah, now for me, it's just like I just think sometimes. Uh, there's not really much you can do until Bill's contract expires next season because what 600 bags a week like like no one's taking that contract off your hands and sadly Hazard isn't the player he was when he left us and I I still think there's glimpses of him he showed a few glimpses in my opinion at the Euros but I'm just sad like I I just think Rel's Rel Rel will be there because Rel when you have Benzema he's arguably playing at the best football of his career and you still got Rodri- um, what's his name Vinicius Junior, who's inconsistent, but he will still produce some solid glimpses, and and you still have Modric and Kroos who will create, not who will create for you. Like Real Madrid will be there and thereabouts, but Barca, we we're talking about Barca. Barca is the team which I think will win the league because those signings, particularly the pie, um, um, I, I think Aguero's faded, but hey, still get magic. Out still, you'll still get magic because he has to do less. Barcelona are going to dominate the games even prob- probably more than uh, a City does, potentially. Um, Pedri should kick on again. He was already balling, going to step up. Um, my only issue, though, is their back line. What, you still got your PK, long lay. Hmm. Like, I know they've got, um, they had that youngster who came through, who I believe hadn't necessarily renewed his contract. I, the reason why I was saying youngsters because I couldn't pronounce his name. I knew exactly who was. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna waffle. Like, but yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see if he stays. But also, they signed Eric Garcia, um, yeah. AK's favorite player. But hey, allow it. <laughs> why, is, why is he my favorite player, bro? I am, and Eric Garcia is whack. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna look waffle. But hey, why is he my favorite player? Um, what about what about Madrid? 
How do you, how do you I name think they're going to struggle this season. Yeah. Um, I think what he's going to have to do to succeed is probably drop either Cruz or Modric and obviously not play them as often. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he uses Isco. Um, he did use him quite often uh, in his first reign, but it'll be interesting to see if he goes back. So if we if we were to give our top three or top four top four now, I'm going Barcelona first, Atletico second, Real third. I'm gonna go Villarreal fourth. You know, wow, they're in the Champions League. Yeah, I'm gonna go Villarreal. I don't fourth. think they have the squad depth. I think I think I'll go Atleti to retain it. Barcelona second, um, Madrid third. And Sevilla fourth. I think that's the same as this year. Kind of, you know. Swap the third, second, third. Yeah, I'm going Barca to win it. I think the buy needs to ball out. Atletico second. I think they'll be just a tad bit more consistent than your Real Madrid's, who will come third because I think Bell and Hazard will be injury prone. And then finally, I'll stick with Sevilla, even though. I think last they've year made some decent signings. they've made some decent signings, but I, last year I think if anyone fumbled the bag last year it was severe because they their inconsistency was a joke. Like they had so many opportunities where they could have actually been in the tower. So it could have been imagine. I remember, it, I remember. It could have been Atletico Madrid against Sevilla basically for the title. Like what the hell? But yeah. hey, we we all live in a fantasy world. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen again. But hey, hold me hold me to my sword. We're gonna wrap up now. We've been across Europe. Nice little flight and that. It's good as it's gonna get with COVID and that, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll be flying soon. Uh see you lot next week. We've got um, sanctions in store. What's what's happening next week? Do so you wanna, do you wanna give it away? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw this away, we're gonna let people know. Um it would have already happened. Well your boys are gonna be on BBC Radio London. Need a round of applause for us. We deserve full accolades. <laughs> But yeah, um, we were on Kim Davies' show. Uh, good vibes. Just shout out Kim Davies and uh, her co-host and Raf. for uh, for having us on there on the scene. On the scene. Um, um, shout out them. Obviously, the questions were really hard. I um, fumbled. <laughs> I fumbled the we'll, bag. We'll, we'll put the link to the interview in the, the bio for the pod. So check, go check that out. But yeah, guys, thank you for joining us on the journey. And as we continue to grow, we're gonna breed you lot. Good day. Been your yep. boy AK Noir. Been your boy Jerry Eatson. And it's been JBR over and out. Uh, and as we Wait, say, yeah, uh, say love the game, love your neighbor, love yourself. I have no comment. Bow. <laughs> <laughs>